Hey there, and happy Throwback Thursday. Hoping your week has been kind so far. It's Katrina again from Team Emily, and I want to thank you so much for listening in on the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. We have a great Throwback Thursday episode for you with none other than Emily Ahrens and Jody King. Jody shares about her experience in learning how to lean into her innate creativity, instincts, and intuition. She speaks on how intuition is not a roar, but rather a whisper or a curiosity, as she finds ways to pause and reconnect with her inner wisdom to create what she calls honest art. Jody's goal is to feel free with their art and to empower others to feel the same. Do you ever feel you have trouble listening to your intuition or instincts? Jody offers a this is awesome sandwich creative strategy that she learned and adapted to her business. If you're ready to learn how to get unstuck, to let go, and to lean into your intuition, then this episode is for you. Let's get into it. Welcome back, listeners. I'm really excited to share this week's episode with you. And I have to say, I was definitely caught off guard with my guest, Jody King, this week. There was one point in the episode that I literally laughed so hard I couldn't catch my breath. It was almost uncontrollable. So I did get myself together. But all this is to say is that this week's episode is not only inspiring and it helps you to stoke your inner artist, but it's also a yet another reminder of how much our intuition plays into what we're here to do, how we can express ourselves, and really to bring that level of authenticity out in our work. And what Jody talks about is being really honest. And she actually teaches how to create honest art. And in this episode, you're going to learn her six-step process on how to create honest art, which is exactly what we go through as entrepreneurs. It's like, it's crazy how parallel what she teaches on how to create art and how we as entrepreneurs, we are creating things all the time. And I think you guys are going to love her process. She talks about how she uses intuition and how, you know, it's not a roar, it's a whisper. And like, again, this this episode is awesome. You're going to love Jody's energy. You're going to love looking up her art and checking her out. Everything about Jody will be found in our show notes. But you're definitely going to want to listen to this. And when you do listen, it would be so great if you tagged me and Jody in your Instagram stories. We always love hearing from you. And if you haven't yet left a review on iTunes, I would be so, so grateful if you did. So before we get into this week's episode, I want to share one iTunes review from Angel Tiger 88 <laughs> I love these names, you guys. She says, I can't stop listening. Love this podcast. Emily is so knowledgeable, giving, and funny. Every episode, I feel like I just chatted with my good friend who knows exactly what needs to be shared and said, first on my list every week of podcasts I listen to. So thank you so much. I really appreciate this feedback. And let's get into this week's episode. You're listening to the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Emily Ahrens. I'm an entrepreneur and highly sought after energy healer with over two decades in practice. I'm a mixture of high vibe energy and cutting edge strategy with a little dash of unfiltered real talk, making this the one and only podcast that gives you a down to earth approach to business and spirituality. Tune in each week to get out of the stress of overworking so you can build a brand in alignment with your soul's purpose. If there's one thing I've learned the hard way, it's that you have to stop looking outside yourself for the answer and start looking within. We all have a unique path and it's time you start trusting in yourself. The truth is you already have everything you need. You just need to learn how to access it. Now, let's dive in. It's time you experience business and soul alignment. 
Okay, listeners, welcome back to the podcast. I am like, I'm already laughing and I already have like tears in my eyes because I've been cracking up and it's only been a couple minutes with my new guest. I'm here with my dear guest, Jody King. She is a friend. She is a client. She is a beautiful, amazing artist. I literally just said, is there any specific title you want me to give you? And she said, your highness. So I will be calling her. <laughs> I, will be, I can't even. I can't even. Oh, my God. You guys, like, this is Jody's energy. And I blame her. <laughs> I completely blame Jody. So Jody is an amazing artist. She's a beautiful human. I've known Jody for, I don't know, the better part of this last year. She's part of the Phoenix Mentorship. And one of the things that we wanted to share with you guys on this podcast is sort of the culmination of creativity, her painting, and using intuition because it's something that's really special about what Jody does is she really does use her intuition and she uses meditation and she connects in different ways that you might be surprised to to hear about. So before we dive into all that juicy goodness and probably laugh our asses off on this episode. <laughs> let's kind of back up a little bit, back the truck up and just like let our listeners know a little bit more about you, how you kind of got to this place. And yeah, let's dive in. Welcome, Jody. <laughs> Thank you, your highness. Your highness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a toddler at heart. Yeah, so I, I describe myself as um, an artist, an instructor, a speaker, a kitchen dancer that really my mission is, well, obviously I want to bring beauty uh, to the world through my art and energy, good energy to the world through my art. But I also, I help others excavate their own authentic power and joy through the use of art and creativity, because that's how I have like healed myself. Um, that's how uh, the, the process that I use to show up in I don't know, my, my highest self. I mean, there's a lot of playful irreverence that I have around art because I think it, it somehow I always felt like I didn't belong in that world because it felt really bougie and fancy and just a little off limits. You know, how sometimes like if you go into an art museum or a really high-end gallery and it just feels like I just didn't feel like I belong. And then when I really embrace like, this is just who I am as an artist. And I'm like, it's all just silly. We can, we're all creative. We're all artists. Yes. So I feel your energy on that too, is like when you go into some galleries or there's like, you know, if you're walking down, I remember I've been in like Cape Cod or Nantucket and there's like these gallery doors open. You're like, oh, let's go check it out. It looks beautiful. And then all of a sudden you're like being looked up and down. You're like, don't look at me. I'm just looking like, can I, can I just enjoy where I'm at right now? So I, I agree there is that, but there's also like this undertone of like, well, only some people are given this gift and some people are not. It's just like intuition. Like some people think the same thing about intuition. Absolutely. You know, there was this, they, whoever they was, there was a study <laughs> done where they went into a kindergarten classroom and they said, okay, everyone who's an artist raised their hand and 100% of the kids raised their hands. And then they did that again in third grade, half of the kids raised their hands. And then they did it again in middle school and only one child raised their hand. And wow. to me, that is just, that was me. I mean, I had my own heartbreaking moment when I decided I wasn't an artist, but I think we all do, but we all have intuition and we all have this innate creativity and it comes out in different ways for different people. Yeah. 
I agree. When you were like a kid, what ways did you express your creativity or your artistry the most? Well, I danced, actually. I didn't really use it for painting. I was, I'm was i not an artist who, when I was little, I was painted all the time. But I was a dancer, and I danced from the time that I was three years old till I was 12 years old, five days a week. So wow. I, that's how I, I used that artistry was through dance. I thought I was going to, like, what I wanted to do was be a Broadway dancer. Anyway, then I got to middle school, and everybody looked at me funny, and I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> My mother was so angry. (laughs) All those years of dance lessons. (laughs) Well, I was also a dancer when I was young as well. I didn't dance as many days a week, but I danced from when I was three until I was, I think I was 11, ballet and jazz. And I loved it so much. So I feel like we have, Jody and I are very similar in a lot of ways. We're both ENFPs, which are like, basically I call the golden retrievers. Like we just like a good time, like (laughs) pretty happy people. Um, but I mean, it's, I'm not surprised to hear that you use your body as a, a form of expression and creativity and allowing it to flow. So, you know, obviously you had, there was a little bit of a disconnect with changing from dancing and then not realizing that you're really art, an artist and then becoming like stepping into that identity. How did that all happen when you stepped into that identity? Okay. It was crazy. Just like you've talked about, you talk about often about intuition is not like a roar, right? It's just a whisper. And I like to say that it's a curiosity, you know, just this, all of a sudden we'll, I'll get a hint or I'll be curious about something. And when I was 35, so this was a couple of years ago, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like 17, 18 years ago, it was New Year's Day and there was a group of us that were together that morning and we were saying, well, what do you want to do for the new year? And there was a man who was an artist that was there. And I said, you know what, David? I, I want to paint. I want to paint this year. And he said, he goes, so paint. And I go, no, I don't know how to paint. He goes, so paint. And I said, I don't know how to paint. <laughs> it really never occurred to me, truly never occurred to me that I just could go to the art supply store grab some brushes, grab some paints and start painting. I thought like so many of us, like we have to, you know, that perfectionist thing. Like I can't do that thing because I don't know how to do that thing. But it turns out when you just start doing that thing, you learn. So this was before YouTube. This was before, I mean, there was a little bit of internet, but not really like it is now. And so I, yeah, I, I just, I started painting and the first thing I painted was a still life and it turned out pretty good. And then I started painting a couple pictures of my kids, that young kids at the time. And then I, I thought, you know, again, just this intuition, just this little voice, I thought, I want to start painting women saying sassy things. Shocking, really. <laughs> <laughs> Your highness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I started painting these women and there would be different sayings on, I would write on the paintings and I, and I put these in my house. Because what else am I going to do with them? I'm not an artist, right? So I put them in my house. And then my house was on a historic tour of homes a few months later. And people came through and several people said, who is this artist? And I was like, get the fuck out of here. You can't do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> raising your hand like yes I was just barely raising it and anyway I sold but I'm not an artist let them know right. I'm not an artist <laughs> right right and then one of the women that came through owned a, a home furnishing store in the town I lived in and she asked if she could start carrying my work and that's how it started I, I was an accidental career but it happened because I just listened to that niggle you know wow. that that little curiosity, that intuition. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. And so by then, were you kind of like accepting that you may be an artist at that point? Yes, yes. But you would think that when this woman asked if she could carry my work, you would think that that would be like, oh, I am so excited. It scared me to death because I thought, I don't actually know what I'm doing. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants here. And so that is what made me start getting books and really start learning what it is that now I teach to, you know, tons of people. But that moment was like, all right, if you're going to do this, you're going to, you're going to actually need to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So, but it was exciting and it's been a wild ride. For sure. And so, I mean, what I'm hearing you say too, because where I'm visually seeing Jodi, I wish you guys could see this, like she's in front of. Are you in your studio right now? I am. Yeah, I'm in my studio. Amazing. So like there's two beautiful pieces behind her and they're abstract. There's beautiful colors and like there's a lot of emotion that's coming from them as well. And when you say like, oh, I painted, you know, these forms and I painted these people, but now you're really stretched into a different realm altogether. So let's talk about that journey of like, okay, so here's this new person. I'm a painter. I'm this artist. I maybe don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to learn about it into like who she's now. So what's brought you into the spectrum of like rule breaking and creating like your own sort of way of doing art? Well, thanks for acknowledging that difference between the app. Most people don't really get that, the figurative things that you can see and taking that into an abstract painting. And the there's such a huge difference because there's no visual anything. You have to actually feel into an abstract piece, right? Yeah. So it's all intuition. And the, the way this happened for me is I was doing some mixed media type art with photography. And I still do some of that, but I in- integrate it with abstract stuff. But it felt very tight. Like I felt like I was very tight. And what I was longing to do was have, be as free as possible like sling paint. It just, that just, I couldn't wait to do that. I wanted to feel more free. (laughs) And so as anybody who looks at a piece of abstract art and goes, oh, a kindergartner could do that. That's what I thought. I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, I'll just start doing that. And they turned out horrible. (laughs) They were so bad. And um, so then I had to kind of feel my way into what is this? You know, what does it need to be? And I started meditating. Uh, Every time before I painted, I started meditating. And what that did is it took that kind of flingingness, you know, my arms flinging and that erratic energy, and it brought it down. And I was able to ground myself through the meditative practice. And it's almost like a portal gets opened when I do that. And I go straight from there to the canvas And that's where I start painting from. And the first thing I do is I have mark making tools. So I have pencils, um, I have charcoal, I have different things I do. 
and I approach a blank canvas and I will just feel from my body. I know that our, the listeners can't see what I'm doing here, but it's like I take the energy from my body and I bring it onto and I just start writing. Sometimes, sometimes let's face it, I'm in a really bad place and all I write is profanity. That happens yeah. too yeah. because I'm I've coined this phrase, honest art. What I'm trying to create is honest art. And sometimes an honest piece of art just has fuck, fuck, fuck written all over. <laughs> just apologize for my profanity. Okay. But um, sometimes that's, that's honest art, right? Yeah. And if you look, I, I think of like Basquiat and some of it, just this raw imagery. That's what I'm trying to create is honest art. So then I move from writing or drawing or you know, think of like if I'm bringing something that feels frustrated to the canvas, I might take a tool and just, you know, like grind on it back and forth and it creates this energy. And the whole thing is that whatever energy I am putting into that piece, now it's a vibration, Yes. right? Now this piece of art has its own energy. Yeah. I mean, Einstein proved that, right? Everything is energy. Yeah. So my energy goes into that piece of yeah. art. And I find it fascinating. Like the piece behind me, your listeners can't see it, but the piece behind me is called Free to Be. Mm. And um, it's got freedom written across it right there. But I created this piece actually about a year ago, and I was going through a hard time personally, and I wanted to feel more free. The person that purchased this, they bought it last week. <laughs> to hear her story, she doesn't feel very free right now. She's a caretaker for her father who mm -hmm. has Alzheimer's. She's not doing, she was a photographer. She's not able to do that because of all of the caretaking she's doing. And she is needing to feel that same freedom. So it's amazing that that energy always finds the right collector. Absolutely. And I'm sure that we unconsciously are attracted to art and different like wall fixtures and lamps were in a certain space, like it carries that certain vibration with it. I mean, like it has to, it is. That's what's so funny. Like there are some people's homes, like obviously we've heard it like feng shui that you want to only have things in your house that are like really that light you up. And we've all heard of like Marie Kondo, like has to spark joy. But honestly, that vibration is everything. And when you do walk into somebody's home and they have pieces of art or a different like knickknacks and you're like, oh my gosh, what is this? This is so great. Like it pulls you in, in like such an interesting way. It creates conversation, but it, there's no coincidence that this woman is going through what she's going through and is attracted to that piece that is the essence of the thing that she needs. Exactly. Isn't that fascinating? Oh my gosh. And then this, I get so excited about this and that's why I teach, right? Yeah. Because then what happens is not only is it like one off like that, right? But as an artist, like we all are, if we can just remember to get in that space, do the uh, meditation, listen to our intuition, and then approach it that way, then we are actually healing ourselves through yeah, it. Absolutely. It's, it's like we are allowing what needs to come up to heal us. And I always find it fascinating in my last workshop there was a woman who was 70 or just about 70 mm -hmm. and she had never had a tattoo before and she came to the workshop and was just felt this empowerment and this freedom like she's like I don't know who I am right now but she 
she went and got a tattoo <laughs> while oh my gosh. she was here for the workshop. <laughs> and, you know, and some people, and I'm not advocating this, but some women come and they're like, oh my gosh, I, they have all of these revelations. Like, I'm so miserable in my marriage. I'm so, because of painting, because yes. of, of this intuitive way of creating honest art. And my right. workshops are called Honest Art Workshops. Because here's the thing with what you're doing, and we talked about this before we hit record, is it's the same thing as what I'm doing, is that you're pausing, you're connecting with your higher self, you're allowing exactly what you described, you're allowing yourself to be a clear channel for this work to come through you, and you're processing all your shit at the same time. And so that's why when people meditate with me, they feel something that moves them, they can feel visceral changes that brings them to tears, they realize things, they remember who they are, like they're connected with their power. And the exact same thing happens when they do art with you. Exactly, exactly. At every time in all my workshops, we meditate, we journal, we tap into that exact same thing. And many people have never done it before. Wow. It's so cool. And, and that's the thing is like, I think because the world that we all live in is emphasis is like, go do, 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 do. And you don't stop for long enough to feel anything. So we're kind of numbing ourselves with staying busy. And what's interesting is right now at the time of this recording, we're in the midst of the pandemic. Coronavirus is hitting. We're stuck at home. And a lot of people, my friend told me this morning that alcohol consumption is up 600%. Well, that's just oh. for me alone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a home delivery for your highness <laughs> other people <laughs> but I think that says a lot doesn't it it's like look I'm not as busy and I need to not feel something right now right and like I love a drink but I haven't been drinking in like I don't know a couple of years at this point, I just like stopped when I was pregnant. And I never felt like I wanted to go have another drink. Like it was not like a, a conscious decision. Like I was quitting, but energetically, it's like when I have those urges where things are like hard and overwhelming, it's like, God dang it. I need some tequila right now. It's like, okay, but what if I just looked at this for a second? And yeah, but what do I really want? What do I really want? And it, what you're doing is you're bringing people into the space where they can feel again and they can identify and see. So it's not that like doing art or meditation makes you then want to like change your life and get a tattoo. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, it but just it, helps us remember. That's exactly. why I was saying one of the things I do is I help people excavate that in themselves through the use of art and creativity. It's just a remembering of our magnificence. Absolutely. And so I would love for you to share with our listeners what happened to you recently in the last few weeks about like when the pandemic hit and your own experience and sort of what transpired through that, because I think it'd be really a beautiful story to share that they can really be inspired by. Sure. Well, first of all, I am a single woman. I have two daughters who are in their 20s, so I am responsible financially, not only for myself, but, but you know, one of them is in college and I help the other. So, you know, I, I have the financial, this art, little art business isn't just a side gig, like I have to, <laughs> my living, right? And so the pandemic hit and, you know, was, and I thought, I don't, what am I going to do? And so I just meditated. I sat with it and I asked the question what would you have me do? And I just got like, again, and we talked about this, this, just this intuitive hit, stay visible, stay visible. I'd, I'd meditate the next day. What, what would you have me do? 
because surely I'm thinking, no, actually, what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I just <laughs> no, kept getting, <laughs> yeah, invisible. So I thought, all right, well, I don't know what this means, except that I have, you know, I have a, a pretty good Instagram following. It's where most people can find me on social media. And I decided I was going to go live every weekday and just serve, just do nothing but serve for 15 minutes every single day and be consistent with it. And it turned out that April of 2020 was one of my biggest months, financially speaking. I sold lots of art and, and other things and I it, it ended up being just a great month for me. So I think there are two things about that. Number one, being visible. I mean, listening to my intuition is incredible. But number two, you know, one of those spiritual laws is you will what you put out comes back to you. So good luck with that if it's bad, right? But, um, <laughs> but the service, I think, was so key, was serving so many people. And then that, that just came back to me. Absolutely. So Jody is selling art. She also has courses teaching people how to paint. She's got an amazing color course out there. So if you're kind of like, oh, maybe I need to stoke that like inner artist in me, there's a lot of ways that you can connect with Jody and be guided down this path of honest art. But I think what, what we have to understand is that when we can get quiet enough, whether you're intentionally sitting before you do a piece of art, you're sitting before you sit down for work, or you're, I don't know, just taking a pause in the middle of your day, it's essential because the more time we sit and just listen, ask a question, but just listen, we are always going to be guided. And always. there's, yeah, there's there's never time. Like, I have to say, there have been times where I sit in meditation and I won't get an instant answer the way you did. Like, I, I won't get that initial hit. But what happens is that that big question that I'm now kind of like, it's like a big tidal wave. The wave kind of comes into me and I'm pushing this out into the water and then the answer comes flowing back into me. Like, it, it, it's like, it shows up in one way, shape, or form, whether it's through my own intuition, my own ideas, somewhere outside of me. And that's how the universe works. It's like you're always being answered. You're never alone. There's infinite support. And we have to lean into that. Like the number one thing. So right now we're approaching intuition week. And the number one thing that people said on their like entry survey to joining the Facebook group was that they had trouble trusting their intuition. That was the one word that popped out the most on like hundreds of people's responses was trust. And so right. the word trust. So like when I'm thinking about painting, I do love to paint. I have taken art classes throughout high school and through college. And I freaking love expressing myself through art. And I teach my kids to do it too. Like we have so much fun. Even if it's 40 degrees out, I have the freaking easel on the deck and we're like, let's do something out here. <laughs> so... <laughs> and I do think about you all the time. Um, I love that. It's it's so fun. So, and like my son the other day, he goes, maybe we could go on a nature walk and we can collect things to make a painting. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> so mixed media, yeah. Right? <laughs> so as, t as, as far as like trust, because trust is a huge piece. Like you were saying, you know, when you first got into doing abstract, it was like, you were kind of just throwing some shit on a canvas and hoping that like it worked out and it didn't. So how do you start to teach people to trust their instincts about what they're like, how they're expressing themselves? And like, what do I like, do I do like a million? So, I mean, obviously this is a kind of a loaded question, but 
<laughs> like, how do you paint? <laughs> how, do you, how do you paint? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, it's funny, you say, I, I actually was asked that on a podcast. How do you, so how do you paint? I was like, really? <laughs> It was just audio. So ha- wanted me to describe for their listeners how to paint. Like, <laughs> in the next twenty minutes, in the next twenty minutes, Jody King is here to teach you how to paint. Yeah, make sure you listen. Listen up. <laughs> Take notes. It's gonna go fast. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I, you guys, if you're still listening to us, I warned you. I warned you. I warned you at the beginning what it was going to be like with us. Okay, so um, <laughs> what's my what's my question? How do you start okay, to learn to trust your you, instinct? Yeah, trust. Okay, well, here's the thing: is that I link the your creative instinct to. Uh, sorry, I link the trusting your your instincts to the creative process. And so it's important to know what the creative process is. All right. So the creative process is, first off, it starts with, this is awesome. And that's how we all start, right? With anything in life, even, right? We, we approach it as like, this is going to be awesome. So we get an idea and we go for it. We, we do the next thing. And then it gets, the next step in the creative process is, this is tricky. So we think, oh, wait, maybe I, did, maybe I heard that wrong. And then the third step in the creative process is this is shit. <laughs> and that's where most of us stop and we go, I should never have done that. I don't yep. know what I was thinking. Yep. And then the fourth step is I used to, I used to say this. I, this fourth step was I, I am shit. And then I realized the words are so powerful. I got schooled on that actually by a, a dear woman who came to my workshop. And she said, I'm not saying that to myself. And I said, you know what? I shouldn't be saying that to myself either. So anyway, I changed it just to book. But anyway, so in terms of trusting our intuition, anytime we're going to do something new, there, we're going to hit a speed bump, right? You have to just keep trusting and don't quit because the fifth step in the creative process is this might work. Mm-hmm. And what you don't get to four? this number. Well, number four was just fuck. I feel like a lot of people get stuck at step four. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's where they decide I'm not an artist. I'm not creative. I'm not you know, X, Y, Z, name it. I'm not a good mom. I'm not a whatever. Cause you did that thing and then it gets hard and then, but you have to just do the next right thing because then it gets to this might work. And then the sixth step in the creative process is this is awesome. Mm. Oh, it's a, this is awesome sandwich. And in the middle, it's really terrible. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly how 100% of the paintings that I paint get to steps three and four, the ugly phase. And so when I am am teaching and, and speaking or whatever, and I talk to people about this, if they don't get to this is shit, 
then I say, you're still in that, you're playing it safe. You're still just kind of just doing the safety thing. If you're not going to get to that point, you're not really pushing yourself to make the raw, honest art. And that in that ugliness that, that so often we have to sit in and we have to figure out, you know, we're stuck, right? I, and I just did this new course, little mint workshop called Unstuck Yourself because we all get stuck. Mm. The key is knowing how to get unstuck. And the, the key to getting unstuck is listening to your intuition, saying, what do I like about this? What do I not like about this? Asking all of these different questions and then from that place, just doing the next right thing using our intuition. And what, and sometimes it makes no sense. Sometimes it's like you're looking at your painting and you're like, I- I'm going to have to cover that part up that I love so much. And you have to let that go. You just have to let it go. And by trusting that, great things happen. Like, it's amazing what happens when we are able to do that. Just let the stuff go that we think it's so it's so sacred. It's not sacred. It's precious. It's not sacred. And you can let it go. Yeah. I feel like every listener is thinking about your creative process in how they've started and been running their business about different ideas that have come up to them. And so is this your own creative process that you created? No, I found this online somewhere. I don't know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. Now I've adapted I've changed the wording, (laughs) but, and I always tell people, this is, I didn't come up with this, but I use it and I live by it. I mean, and you see it in, in everything. Wow. I mean, this is so powerful because honestly, this is like a, a perfect depiction of why most entrepreneurs don't make it because things are like, I have this great idea. And then it turns into dog shit for a while. And it's really hard. And you don't believe in yourself and you're doubting yourself and everyone around you doesn't even know what you're talking about. And they don't think they think you're crazy. And then maybe you make it out the other side and people go, oh my God, you made that? (laughs) Yes, exactly. And they didn't see the middle part. You know, they don't see that middle part where it's just a mess. And you have to figure it out. You don't quit. You keep going. You just figure out what do you like it? What is working? What is not working? And you keep going. Yes. How do you know? Do you ever throw anything out? Do you ever just like, no, F it. I'm done. Like, this is not. I will. Yes. There are sometimes I get to the end of it and I'm like, well, that's not going to end up on the website. (laughs) 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 But but what happens is I'll use it as an underlayer of, a, of another painting and I'll just paint over it. Gotcha. And sometimes I won't paint over it completely. Like some people will take those kind of paintings and take white gesso and completely yes. cover it to start yes. brand new. And that's not what I do. I just add more paint on top of it. And in there, and very inevitably, those, those are hard words, inevitably other stuff starts peeking through and it adds to the whole. Wow. So many metaphors. I can't even. I like, I, me too. My brain is exploding. (laughs) (laughs) True. But yeah, you know, uh, you have to approach it as if you're going to make ugly art. If I approached each canvas as like, I'm going to make a masterpiece. Oh my goodness. It would just never work. Mm -hmm. You have to approach it as I'm just going to make as honest work as I can. 
And now, I mean, I have tools. I mean, that's what the color course, like there are things that I know to do. There are things that every artist can do, but you have to approach it as I'm just going to be honest here and I'll figure it out as I go. Wow. I think that I would like to take your course. <laughs> I would like to take a workshop. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, imagine all the crap that you can work through, like getting your emotions out, getting your feelings through, like, and even just the feeling of overcoming all of that to have something that's complete, that it's like, it, it's complete, it's done, and I'm proud of it. Like that. Exactly. What a journey. Yeah. And I, I'm proud to say this, when people take my workshops or any of my courses, I don't teach people how to paint like me. I, I always tell people that up front, like they'll see my work and they'll think, oh, I want to, I want to paint like Jody, Right. And I always say, I don't teach you to paint like me. I teach you to paint like you. The idea is the world needs what only you can offer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need another copycat. Mm-mm. It's crazy how parallel our work is. It's just like so freaking crazy. That's ex- that's, well, that's why I, I love working with you. The, and I highly recommend to in all of your listeners, the Phoenix Mentorship. Because it's just been, it's been amazing for my business, for me personally. And yeah, our work is very similar. Hmm. We're light workers, right? Amen, sister. <laughs> so I feel like the, I cannot wait to, to share this creative process with, with all of the listeners because they're all entrepreneurs. So like, they're going to hear what you're saying. They're going to have the visual of creating art. And then they're going to have the knowledge of like what it is feeling like to them to create a business or to create a product or their service. Like, and I mean, I look back at everything I've created, including this podcast, including my card deck, including my, like every single thing I've touched, my courses, my programs, like this is literally the same exact process for me too. It's like, oh my God, this is great idea. And I feel so good. And then it's like, this is hard to do. <laughs> and, then, and like, I, I mean, every single piece of it. And even this morning, we were at level four, we're at step four in certain things. And it's like, uh, should we throw this all away? Should we do it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, yeah, it this, comes back over and over and over again. Unbelievable. And even just to have this as a tool for people to reference. So you don't feel like when you're at step three and step four that you need to just totally quit and abandon everything. But the thing is, is like with most entrepreneurs, with most people in general, is that we have these layers of fears, fear of judgment, fear of what other people are going to say or think about you, fear of like being enough, like all kinds of fears that kind of fog and cloud our ability to be brave enough to be honest, to be our honest, true selves. Like people who can't be in their business, who can't be on Facebook Live or post too much because what if their neighbor sees it and they're going to judge it? Like, fuck that. Right. Like, are you living for the judgment? Or are you living to speak honestly and to be yourself? And like your art is doing the same exact thing and it's a different expression of the same exact thing. I love this. Absolutely. And it's taking, it's making visible on the outside of us what we feel on the inside. And that can feel really terrifying. You know, when you're talking about fear, to put on the outside what we're feeling on the inside, sometimes it's fantastic, right? But Mm. other times it's just, well, that's ugly. That's Mm. just, that is not pretty. And that's okay. Because you know what? It's real and it's honest. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is so beautiful. Jody. thank you so much for these gems, for your wisdom, your energy, the laughs. Like, I hope the listeners laughed as hard as I just did when you said, do you want me to teach you how to paint? (laughs) (laughs) Are you asking me how to paint? (laughs) Yeah, literally. How do you paint? Mm, we're going to be here a while. How long is your podcast? (laughs) So good. So we're all of you guys. you, Emily. It's it's my pleasure. So for I would say for all of you guys who are wanting to check out Jody, it's Jody J O D I E underscore King K I N G underscore on Instagram. So I would love for you to screenshot this podcast and tag both of us in your stories so we can reach out and connect with you. Know that you were listening, and please, dear God, I hope that you are laughing along with us. <laughs> but Jody, it's been such a fun podcast to record with you. Thank you so much for bringing your energy and your light and this amazing knowledge as work. To the podcast. It was my pleasure. My pleasure. I just adore you. And I feel like this was just such an honor. So thank you. You're welcome. It's so fun. All right, you guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Lots of love. Hey there, it's me again. Hoping you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, feel free to leave a comment, a review, share with friends, or post your story about how much you enjoyed this episode. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Talk to you next week!